What's up, what's up, what's up? A Love and Hip Hop Atlanta shooter is starting up a whole love triangle situation. Mm-hmm. Love and Hip Hop Miami reunion part two. Trina does a quick dip out and then a dip yes. in. Black Ink Crew New York were chanting, hell no. We won't go. Then RuPaul's Drag Race. Britta sends Aiden home, so we will give Britta a call to hear what her thoughts were. Yes. VH100, the podcast is going down right now. Whoa, 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 welcome to VH100, which is the official podcast for all things VH1, pop culture, and a little something-something. If you haven't subscribed or commented, you gotta do it. My name is Easy Manoli. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about yet another amazing episode of VH100, the podcast from the crib. So if you guys want to get all up in this conversation, make sure you're using that hashtag, VH100podcast, and talk that talk with us. (laughs) Easy. How is your cute little face? It's doing pretty good, as you can see. It's nice to see you. It's nice to see you, too, but only through webcam, okay? Social distancing. Only through webcam, folks, because we are keeping it home. Stay home, okay? Yeah, but I am like... I don't know, we're a month into working from home now, and I'm pretty up and running. I'm getting into the swing of things over here. I don't know about everybody else, but for me, I am a a single man. I don't have a family, et cetera. But for me personally, I'm just like, boop, 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 boop. How are you holding up? Right. No, I'm totally getting into the groove of things. It's a lot, you know, with um, schooling with Taj and working full time because, you know, like for some people, I feel like I see a lot of people like, yeah, use this time at home, this free time. I'm like, child, what free? Where's the free time? It's hard. So I'm like literally just now getting into a groove where I'm like doing personal things. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I literally my poor diary had no idea COVID even existed. (laughs) I'm like getting back into myself, being creative. Of writing and finding that that me time because that was a very important part like I was able to get into the groove where I can like get work done and mm. like make sure that Todd is stimulated and getting work done but I wasn't finding that me time which is very important it is. and so like I'm working that in now and having a healthier balance if you know what I mean of course no you need that healthy balance it's so important because I was going a little crazy the crazy. first couple weeks Um, but it, it literally just gets better as time goes on and then by the time we're like totally used to it maybe things will be getting back to normal because that's just how the universe works (laughs) that's what i was waiting for too because i said i was like oh i'm getting used to this but now all of a sudden it's probably gonna be like okay switch it up but yeah literally just now i like helped my roommate cut his hair and I had like the scissors out and the buzzer and everything. I was like, and I'm all, I think I'm doing this good. I don't know, but not nearly as good as a barber would. So I'm not trying to come for them. Right, but the love was there. The so love is there. And you see that I always wear a hat every week because I refuse to do my hair and I need a haircut. So Oh, well I'm letting I'm letting these edges breathe, I honey. You s- see, I you saw see that no on your Instagram. <laughs> no extension. Well, even though I usually like keep my front free and so I don't have like any edges, but I'm just trying to be healthier with my hair and yeah. just like you know, just use this time to just like, like a reset. do a lot of pampering. Yeah, resetting I got it. and doing me. Because, you know, there is no nail salon. So you don't want to be crusty out here in these streets. No, no, no. You got to pamper yourself a little something, something. So I'm doing my nail, my nails and my hair. And I'm just trying to get back to a place of healthy hair, healthy everything. You yeah. Know? You I'm going do... back into the zone healthier than before COVID. I just want you to know. I agree because i'm more conscious of things and also like when we go back into our regular lives we need to you know 
have some type of upkeep going because right. when everything right. opens, everything's going to get slammed and we're You're still right. going to be waiting. So that's why I'm like, all right, let me try to be a, a little cute. But I have to say, I am very proud of you, though, because it is hard to be a single mom, especially, and having a, a child at home because I know that some of my family members are having a hard time balancing that because you do have a full-time job to uphold. You have to teach your child full-time and then yeah. you have to make sure you have the proper devices and software to teach your child at home. Because right. I've heard some stories where like, okay, I have three children, but I only have one computer and one tablet. Yeah, so, the amazing thing is that there are resources because if you if there are people in New York City that you have heard that have had these conflicts, let me know. I have a link to DM you because there are resources okay. for anyone that needs a device in New York. In New- so, Boom. All right, so there you go. Because my heart felt for a lot of those folks. But Yeah, no, everyone needs devices. But we are getting there. So let's get into it. Love yes. the Pop Atlanta. We had a beautiful new episode, a very action-packed episode. There was a lot going on in this one. And I'm looking forward to what your free cap is. You already know. <laughs> I keep the free cap in, you know? <laughs> I'm always looking forward to this. Um, all right, so hit me with it in three, two, mm-hmm. one, free cap. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Aqua on the throne say she the queen Words for Keisha, she and Bam don't feel her Celebrating scrap for living free Karen told Mama D keep the peace An obituary for CC Look like Shooter got a couple ladies He said Yomi number one is favorite Karen said Cheyenne is being messy Light skin Keisha on the radio But when Aqua called she was out the door Boom 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 She has she stepped her way out of that door, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Akbar has an event, and she's back at it with the whole quote-unquote Queen of Atlanta battle. And you, she's back at it, okay? <laughs> Who painted her white roses red? Because she is the Queen of Atlanta, honey. These, Do not these miss a beat. need to know. She, so, I love that Spice was just like, why do you gotta do this again? And even in Spice's interview, she's just like, everyone's claiming that they're the Queen, but I don't see any hits around. And I was like, right. okay. I, oh, oh, oh. That's when I was, I thought about you. I was like, ooh, now I'm doing my gay gas. Because <laughs> I said, honey. We love a good gay gas. Right. <laughs> that was a burn. I was like, all right, excuse me. And I then, was like, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> and then you have Tokyo, who's also coming at Akbar and calling her out for picking fights online with light skin Keisha. In addition to this whole Queen of Atlanta stuff. So, of course, seriously, she can't catch a break yet. (laughs) Right. I love when Jack was like, why are everybody mad at light skin Keisha? Is she because she says she light skin? (laughs) (laughs) He had to bring it there. And of course, when Tokyo links up with Keisha at a spin class, she spills it about Akbar's comments. And now Keisha's just like, I don't really understand where this is coming from because Akbar said she's my biggest fan and then Akbar saying the same thing about Keisha. Right, so already, right, right. A lot of fandom going on here, but nobody's claiming anything. So Jock, as you mentioned, makes his little comment and I guess he thinks it's a good idea to have them both call into his radio show, give them platforms to hash it out, which I think right. we should do one day on this podcast, but we'll get there one day. Mm-hmm. But he only gives Akbar the heads up and it is done intentionally because he's just like, yo, you know, the other day when I had Shekinah roll through my club, she sprung Bambi on Keisha. And that was an in-person thing. And Keisha right. was fine. So I figured if Akbar's on the TV, not a big issue. Well, he thought wrong because <laughs> Keisha at first kindly walks out. But then when we find out that that ticket is not validated. 
She pops off. Honey, she comes back in. She's like, I'm feeling disrespected. And it's a rap for Keyshawn Love and Hip Hop, which we have yeah. heard before on other cities. Like, that's it. I'm double we just, loving it. Trick. Yeah, we oh, recently you. heard that from Trick. Yes, in Miami. And we saw him back strong. We'll talk about that a little in a little bit. Yes. Ooh, check you out. Foreshadowing by Lejeune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Mama D is also saying it's a rap on Cece. Oof. Okay. So the family gets yes. together for a meal and she strolls in like it's a whole funeral and a half. And yes. we, we, the viewers, know what she's about to do. It was okay. the royal funeral with the hat <laughs> and the all black. Just everything. Like, oh, my goodness. Cece was definitely giving her a little chuckle like, Miss, what, what is this about? Right. And Mama D is still in her feelings about Cece putting the hands on her. Cause she's mm-hmm. saying when you put the, when you put the hands uh, when you put the paws on the queen that it's is treason. treason. And what happens? What is the sentencing for Death. treason, Lejeune? Death. Death. Okay. If you didn't okay. know, now you do. <laughs> and she's lucky it's not off with her head because that's where I thought we were going. Me but... too. She has said like off with her head. Right. I'm like oh my <laughs> stars, Mama D. I'm like a little nervous to to cross her. Right. <laughs> so Don't Scrappy, of course, is trying to bring the moms together. He's like, yo, our family unit needs to be strong and positive. Of course, it doesn't work. Cece's telling Mama D, I don't like you. And then Mama D's like, mm, sticking out her tongue. Right. I, I died. Yo, so did I. She keeps uh, it classy, that Mama D. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi, though, not here for it like you and I are, clearly. Uh, she's had enough with the insults, for instance, calling her mother Cece uh, when Mama D calls Cece a big red giraffe. And Mama right. D comes in with a correction. She's like, and a wildebeest. I thought right. they migrated once a year. Yeah, and she I was said, just like, hey, right. <laughs> and don't forget the wildebeest, honey. I yeah. said, okay. Now. <laughs> so Meeting Mama, adjourned. <laughs> so Mama D's feeling like Cece needs to be delivered from her jealous and envious ways. And right. the only thing to me that's being delivered here are these damn moments because Miss Prop Queen outdoes herself yet again by busting out some cross and made a whole obituary for Cece. But to me, I, I agreed with Scrappy here. This was the line that was crossed because Cece just had this whole cancer situation. Thankfully, yeah. she's okay now. But like, damn, to write a whole obituary? Yeah, that's when the line was crossed. Because, you know, it was one thing, the comments that were made. And we saw that flashback when she made that comment. It was like, she doesn't care what you're going through. She wish you dead. All right. We already know that this is the penalty for treason. However, as you were sitting there drafting this up, at what point did you feel like maybe let me not bring this to the dinner? Let me not wear an outfit. Like, it was, it was drawn out. And fought through. Do you remember, do you remember, by the way, when another Love & Hip Hop member, uh, Remy Ma, did a funeral for Nicki Minaj and went on Wendy Williams dressed in all black? N- wait, no, wait, that, yes, yes. Yes, that was a thing. So, yeah, yeah, you that know. That is a but thing. That, yeah, that was, you know, that was interesting, you know, because we know Nicki didn't just go through a, a cancer thing and it was also like a whole musical production behind that but to like really do this on your personal life as a grown woman someone's grandma and not thinking about the kids and trying to like put this behind you was a lie and you could see that they were like really upset yeah. and really hurt he was very 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 upset so but yeah scrappy's feeling like a line has been crossed but speaking of lines being crossed or more so blurred i would mm. say shooter Hello. shooter this little love triangle situation so 
We meet Kiyomi, who was in the elevator situation with Bow Wow, okay? But she doesn't want to be known as the elevator girl. Right. And she's unfortunately going through a tough time. There was the physical altercation, obviously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She had a miscarriage. Restraining orders are set in place. So she's just looking for brighter days ahead, okay? Right. I don't feel like that's going to happen. And I'm not mad at her, right? Yeah, I'm not I mad know, at her. Because it looks like she's walking into a sticky situation. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be pessimistic, and neither are you, clearly. But, you know, oof. There, there's hope here, you know, because we know that Karen's not here for what Cheyenne has going on. So maybe there's room for yeah, we'll, this we'll see. love to bloom a little <laughs> bit more. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And we see that she is talking to the gals, Spice, Carly, and Shekinah. And she's like, oh, I'm seeing somebody who's shooter. But she doesn't spill the beans to them mm-hmm. just yet. However, at that whole music video shoot, she sure doesn't have a problem asking shooter, like, is Sierra ever aware of her situation? Because I want to know and that her mom isn't a fan of all of this. And he's like, have I ever lied to you yet? And I'm like, sir, you're kind of... Through (laughs) omission, she may not know, but we, the viewer, do. And then, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is a lot. This is a Um, lot. And I'm just like, you're admitting some truth here. I'm like, honey, Sarah's not who you need to be worried about, (laughs) boo-boo. That's who you asking about, but that's not who you need to be worried about, boo. Cheyenne, hello. Right. So... Totally didn't expect this. So Shooter and Cheyenne now are apparently keeping things on the DL. And they got together two years ago before Cheyenne even knew that Scrap was her brother. Pause. So, uh, yes. So what do you think about two years on the DL? That is... Well, here's the thing. I want to get a little more clarity on what this DL is. Because if they're just like chatting back and forth, that's okay. But if it's straight up two years like... She told Karen that we're serious. I know, but I but then in his interviews he's like I never made a commitment to anybody yet. So I'm just like where's what did I what do I always say to you? There's always miscommunications yes. that happen. You're right. Blur, blurred lines. Blurred lines. Okay, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Until we get uh, more info. <laughs> Until we get more info. So we do remember that last season Scrap had no idea he had a half sister. And right, it's because of Cheyenne. Twin. Yeah, it's because of Cheyenne he was able to be released from prison because he needed somebody with a clean record and KK busted out Cheyenne. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, what? And she's like, boom, he has a relative with a clean record. Release my son. So we're like, okay. Now, a year later, we're celebrating Scrap's release. And KK at this party was peeping how Cheyenne and Shooter are getting chummy. Mm-hmm. And then we have the community give back that Scrap is having, which I loved. And KK rolls in not to eat, but to run her mouth on Cheyenne and ask mm-hmm. her what the deal is with Shooter. And like yes. we're already saying, she's saying it's, it's exactly pretty serious. What she said, not here to eat. Yes. Run my mouth. And she likes him a lot. But we all saw Shooter's interview. Hello, that he was like, Kiyomi's my favorite and I see a future with her. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? So in my mind, I'm all, why are we stringing along Scrap's sister then, Cheyenne? And I'm all, oh. <gasps> Do we think he's doing this because, you know, Scrap had dealings with Sierra at one point? Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because, you know, Scrap and Shooter are saying they are cool. So he's like, hmm, it is what it is at the end of the day, homie. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm just, like, kicking up some dust where it doesn't need to be kicked up. You might be, because, you know, (laughs) I I do tend to connect some shady dots, and I did not make that connection. (laughs) But they're saying that the, the guys are saying that they are cool. Like, they acknowledge it. Like, Scrap and Shooter have acknowledged it in the episode. Yeah. But in my mind, still, because I feel like this was this reminded me of like a Love and Hip Hop New York situation with 
Cisco and um, Rich when he right. was like, I was just trying to get back at you. And I was like, what? So, of course, I'm just in my mind about that. So we will see what happens. But on next week's episode, KK is blowing up Cheyenne's business in front right. of Scrap about Shooter. Because remember, Scrap is not aware of this whole thing just yet. No. Which I'm sure he is now. And um, Shooter and Sierra find out about their daughter's situation at school. We remember a couple months ago in the blogs, it came out that their daughter got jumped by one of her classmates and their mom, which is very disturbing. Rashida's planning a girl's trip. We all know how those go. So we shall, (laughs) we'll see. And Alexis opens up about how she is a victim of sex trafficking. We saw this in the trailer and it does get pretty heavy. I know, I know, I know, I know. So... That is Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And of course, a we had a lot ahead. to process and yeah. a lot to look ahead. And Love and Hip Hop Miami, though, coming to a close with Reunion Part 2. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of interesting moments here. A lot of unearthed clips, if you will. But before we get into right. it, you know what I want to get into? I bet you do want to get into that free cap. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with Let's it. Let's get it. <laughs> Three, two, uh. one. Free cup. At the reunion for part two, Trina back as Bobby talked to her. In words in the song debate after Roach Motel on that busted date, Camille Yon said that Briscoe chatting, telling lies when his lips was flattened. She might have a bun and a cello done. Trick is jumping rope. Suki acting up. Kendall said that the wigs was right. A rap for the reunion. Good night. Good night, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like I said, the second part of this reunion busted out some clips. One of them being Briscoe and Chameleon making out. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. So at first, we're talking about, you know, he's working on things with Cello and we're going to get to a good spot one day. And, you know, they were looking at houses and yada, yada, yada. Moving back, excited about her accepting him and they're going to live together in the same space. You know, may not have found the house, but they agreed to come together and live in the same space. He was excited about that. That's progress, (laughs) Easy. And what do we do when we have progress? We get hit with a boom. The boom comes in when we're trying to make some progress and this clip pops up Lord. and then he admits that more than just a kiss happened. So I'm like, yes, yes, though. And now right. Chameleon, though, impressed with how she handled it, saying she feels bad for Cello and that Cello is a beautiful woman, right. saying that she had no idea they were together. And then Cello herself, I thought she handled herself very well. I was like, okay. After she, out. after she put the paws on Briscoe. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But right. it doesn't stop there. Miami Tip then busting out that she had some dealings with Briscoe. And then Chameleon's like, well, BTW, I'm also late. So she might be pregnant. So I'm all like, right. what in the cliffhanger is going on here, everybody? Like, what? So, yeah, that was really, really crazy. And, it, you know, I thought back to that moment that we saw right before the break when Kendall was like, so y'all using protection? And then she yeah. gave that look like, honey. And I was like, oh, oh okay. But she could have been on birth control. I know, but it, it all made sense after she revealed oh, yeah. that. I'm oh, like, yeah, that yeah. was why she gave that look. She's like, I got a she's plan. She's like, honey. I have an announcement. And she did Ooh. that. She so did that. that is a, a cliffhanger of all cliffhangers there. And we also see a clip of Chameleon with Hoodbrat and Suki. We all remember our, our favorite scene at the yes. Last Chance Saloon. Right. And there was a white woman reciting lyrics and dropped the N-word here and there. So this opens up a larger discussion because legit everybody on the cast has a different opinion about right. it. 
Claudia's now asking, like, is it a mixed message when artists are using the word in a song and expecting people to support it, but also self-editing at the same time? Right. So for me, as a Greek male here, I obviously never, ever, 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 ever say it. And even when I'm out at a like a club or like a dancing setting, when you hear the word, I used to replace it with the word blank. Mm. But then I realized, like, people can't hear me saying blank and they still see my mouth moving. So they may. So you need to. Uh... So now I completely close my mouth and I just do like a finger shake. Like, mm-mm. Uh, how astute and of you to notice that and also considerate of you to make that adjustment. And, you know, it's yes. very interesting for me because I grew up um, going to uh, predominantly, you know, you know, white high school. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I. I was a cheerleader and I was the only African-American on Mm. the cheerleading squad. So when we would go to games and they would be playing music, songs would be playing, everyone would be singing along. And then I would know that the word was coming and I would tense up. I just would be like, oh my God, what are they going to do? What's going to happen? Are they going to say it? What am I going to do when they say it? Oh my God, so many of them just said it. And so it just made me feel like so uncomfortable, but I couldn't get mad because we were putting that out there. And so for me as an artist, I then made it, something for myself to not use that word in my music mm-hmm. but then when donald trump became our president i was like fuck it all no. i was like lord shit i i can say the n-word if if our president can grab him by the pussy sorry and there <laughs> she is but yeah no my whole because what the cast is saying is like well it's very dependent on who you're with and if you're friends with them and da-da-da. but to me no, in general yeah. i'm just like I just I'm like just completely avoid it because it's just such a sense like as a gay man I don't like the f word yeah so and of course I'm gonna get it and I'm just like I just completely no it's not happening no it's true and I had a friend once who was like you know he was a Caucasian dude but he was like from the hood he was more hood than me mm-hmm. and he used the word and I asked him not to use it and he was like you know in my neighborhood everybody's cool with me using it and I was like that's cool but that's but in that what? situation you might go to another neighborhood where they don't know you like that and Boom. it's not going to be cool. And right now, it makes me feel uncomfortable. So yep. I just prefer if you don't use it around me. And he was cool with that. Yeah. But I agree, though. Like, in general, I'm just like, you just don't do it. Right. <laughs> if you're Especially, as you just said, like, all right, in your little bubble, it might be okay. Right. But when you remove yourself from that bubble, it's not the same expectations as everywhere else. So, right. But yeah, I like that they had that kind of conversation, obviously. That was. I know. And that I was so, like, shocked when I saw that moment, especially when the, was it the DJ that said, I use it all the time? What DJ? At the party. And one of the guys was like, after the woman said the word and the debate started, she, and Suki was like, you can't say that. Someone at the oh, party yes, was like, yes, I yes, say yes. it Sorry. all the time. Yes. No, I know. And then that's where they were just like, no, this is not okay. And it's yeah. Just like, oh, so, gosh. yeah, that was, um, it was intense. And it struck a chord because of those experiences I used to have, like, being a kid. And I'm like, these are my friends, and I don't want to get mad. And it's just like, at some point, you have to take responsibility as an artist, especially when you know the people that are buying your music and supporting your concerts. You're on stage. You see what the audience looks like, and you see that it's not all people that you think it's acceptable to say the word, so you should have some sort of responsibility. Yeah. I don't know. That's just personally well, how I and feel. And I feel like that's what Claudia was getting at, too. I've she given up on like, the world. 
Oh no! Okay, all right. No, so there we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before we get into Black and Crew New York and give Britta a call from RuPaul's Drag Race, Lejeune, what is the hashtag for folks to get involved? Ladies and gents, if you want to get in on this conversation, make sure you're using that hashtag VH100Podcast. Boom. Black and Crew New York. So Donna links up with Tati to give her the news that the Thruple situation not going down. It's not happening. And yeah, Ishne uh, on the Thruple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. Okay, Tati. And of course, Tati is annoyed because she's just like, "Yo, from the from the jump, I've been asking you to have this conversation with Alex." And now right. we're a month into this. Shit's going to be awkward between me and homeboy. And Donna's like, no, everything's going to be fine. But I'm all, Donna, remember, you also assumed that Do- uh, that Alex would be okay with this trouble situation. And now look at this. Look at the stance that you're currently in. Okay. It's so true. Cause poor Tati. Because she literally is like, this is exactly the scenario I was trying to avoid. And here we are. And now it's going to be awkward. And I actually mess with Alex. So. Thank you. <laughs> and I do find it interesting though that when Donna brought Alex into the hot tub and she's like sniffing him up and down and she's just like you know I had the conversation with Tati and I told very clear terms that we are just friends and then again I was like wait I'm pretty sure from this conversation you told her it was a time out Tati time out a Tati time out, out. Yes. and then also how do you think Alex is gonna feel when he looks back at that conversation and the flirtation that was going down after the conversation was had boom <laughs> cha-ching that's what Lejeune is called the check right there that's a le- right. le- check. okay there you go we're gonna have to ask him about that mm. and uh, so then Walt sadly catches the cop's attention when he was smoking a little something in front of the shop and I guess they come to find out he had a warrant dating back to 2006 yeah but I still wanna know what was it in 2006 <laughs> like whoa what went down in 2006? We don't know that. Right. But unfortunately, when he gets brought into the station, he was brought in at a certain time and he misses night court. So now he has to spend the night in jail, wait until the morning. Jess is like, what the fuck is going on? On the phone right. with Caesar, And he's just like, I don't know what the deal is. But then when Walt gets out, Jess is jumping for joy, showering him with kisses. And she's like, fuck it. Let's get married. Right. And you, we all know that he was like super, super excited about that. And he was so, trying to expedite that thing, honey. So she said the words that he needed to hear. Yes. And and I get it where she was coming from, too, because that does put things into perspective. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about a destination wedding. And I'm not going to lie, like even being in quarantine, it's put some things into perspective, too. Like who you put your energy Want to be towards. with? <laughs> Here's who the funny thing. Be, who you wish that you was quarantined with? <laughs> Wait, no, that is the gag. It's funny because it is the gag. Before this quarantine happened, I had an idea, and I was like, "Oh, I want to be with this person." And now that I'm in quarantine, I'm like, you know what? I don't know if that's actually gonna work out. So it helped me realize the opposite. I know, and the quarantine is making my heart grow fonder for someone. But that's not even continue. in this country, right? Oh, no, no, that was, no, no, not that. You're like, and we're diverting. Okay. Yeah. Wait, not for, okay. Anyway. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I'll keep you guys all abreast of my love life. Another episode of VH100. Great. Okay. (laughs) So our boy Caesar, this whole eviction situation. He's getting his lawyer, Matt, involved. And we find out the landlord wants more than double the rent. 
Cease would have to pay over $11,000 to stay. Which is ridiculous. It's Yeah, according to Puma, he's just like, yo, that's like triple of what we're doing here. So, of course, Puma and Caesar are questioning it. Like, who the hell is going to pay this much? Which I I do agree with, uh, because technically, as Caesar has said, they are like in some type of uh, basement and they built it up. And I've seen it. I'm like, yeah, if it wasn't for them, this kind of wouldn't be... Worth a nearly as much, right? And but even what Puma is saying, like even though they did build it up, the area too, it's just like that's it's just uh, uncalled for, uncalled for, and it's like clearly they just want us out for whatever reason, exactly, or whoever you know. And so you know, initially I was thinking, oh, they must have someone that really wants this space, but then when you see the realtor bringing in someone to check out the space, I'm like, what's really going on here? Exactly, like come on. Yeah, what is the dealio? And Caesar does reach out to Councilman Carnegie in Brooklyn for some advice because you know they are pretty tight, right? Because he might have some, you know, Councilman some pull, uptown, yeah, blah blah blah. blah. That he so can figure I something out. I love that flex, see, right? <laughs> I love that. Councilman Carnegie, man. He's a part of the cast now. And right? <laughs> he's just like, yo. We got to get him on VH100. <laughs> see what's, talk to him about what's going on in Brooklyn during this quarantine. Because <laughs> you're there. And you're like, right. what, what is the deal? <laughs> so the councilman <laughs> is just like, get the Harlem community involved. Because unfortunately, the landlord is within his rights legally. But morally, it's a whole other story, y'all. I know, but I mean, literally triple the rent. Yeah. I just felt like there had to be. I just knew he was about to tell them some sort of little loophole because he was like, and how much more is this? The original yeah. rent? Yo, me too. I got and faked I out. Like, but, Ugh, but come on, I get come what on. he's saying though, because when the lease is coming up, it's like okay, that contract is done now. If you want to stay, these are the new terms. So I know that sucks. But then Caesar is tattooing a new client, Corey Wise. Who that oh my goodness, I was so moved. I was like, yo, this is so dope. Yeah, okay. There, so that's why it was important that Caesar talked to him because. Corey coming in for like a lion tattoo. He's a criminal justice reform activist and very well known in Harlem. He had some situations when he was younger. Right. He was involved with the infamous Central Park Five case. Yes. Um, Yeah. And now Caesar in chatting with Corey starts thinking outside the box a little bit because they're talking about the history of the Black Ink location. And Mm -hmm. that 113 could potentially be registered as a landmark. So they're like, all right, let's pivot this rally that we got planned. To that, let's get some signatures. All right, yeah, boom. So we're out on the sidewalk. We are. We have good signs. We have megaphones, and Puma and his megaphone accidentally asked the two gentlemen. If good they and sign. bad signs, because <laughs> yeah, I saw I that that trap sign made its way to the curb. But there were so many. It was a good problem to have because it seemed like there were so many people. They were like, "Shit, we gotta get those other signs." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a good sign. So exactly. And as Lejean said, like the realtor rolled up with the client, which clearly, like you know, they're just showing the space, which means somebody was not interested. Uh, and they do not let them in. They're like, no, this is still our place. So we shall see what goes down with that. Love that. Exactly. And I would have been like, listen, if you want to see this place, you need to see it after I rip up these floors that I put down here. And- <laughs> yeah, take everything out. Okay. Because this yeah. is not the vision that I'm going to give it back here. to you how I you- got it. I- exactly. Exactly. So on next week's episode, we found out Teddy has a whole wifey that nobody knew about and she might be pregnant. Right. I'm like, okay, sir. 
And then Walt and Jess make their way to Hawaii to get married. The crew isn't there, but Walt does invite Osha and Kitty because we did find out in this current episode that Walt and Kitty are pretty tight. Yeah, they're still cool. And he obviously feels like he can kick it and talk to her because he definitely poured his heart out to her when she came to the show. Sure did. All right, so that was Black and Crew New York. And then over to RuPaul's Drag Race, we had everyone's favorite challenge, the Snatch Game. Yes. Love this challenge. Everyone does. So good. (laughs) So the winner was Gigi Good, who played Maria the Robot and Mm -hmm. killed it on the runway, which was Frozen Eleganza look. And not going to lie, I was pretty nervous for Gigi because Rue really was not feeling Gigi's idea in the workroom. She's like, you're going to be a a robot like this can fall really flat because the whole purpose of the Snatch Game is to impersonate a celebrity. Right. Right. So you're just like, okay, you're busting out this robot. Fingers crossed for you. But homegirl turned it out. Right. And she won. So there's that. So she, good, good job. Trust that gut, everybody. Don't you just love it when a plan comes together, folks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Rue even said it. She's like, you know, I had my thought, my doubts about you, but you you did the thing. But to be honest, those are the most triumphant moments when you think that someone is like, and you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be crazy. And then when someone really nails it, I think that. Yeah. It, it's, it makes it's for a impressive. Triumph. And then you're just like, okay, I'm keep my eye on this one. Mm-hmm. And then we had Britta and Aiden in the bottom two. And we know there's been a, a lot of drama surrounding them. Yeah. But after the lip sync, Aiden sashayed away. And when she left, she made sure she wasn't the quote unquote quiet bitch. Right. So, Lejeune, I say we give Britta a call. Of because course. that moment after lip sync to see if you're going to shantay away or sashay, you st- <laughs> all that. We must. It's intense, okay? So, let's give Britta a call. Hello? <gasps> ring, ring, ring. ring. Oh, I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. Better now. That's it. That's it. So, Lejeune, fun fact, I actually personally know Britta for a couple years now. Oh, shut up. You booking the homies now? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Um, we go on many adventures together. A lot of adventures. (laughs) I've helped uh, some, like, get Britta ready in the back because I was just like, what am I doing? How do I do this? What do I do that? So, I learned a lot of my stuff from from Britta. So, thank you. Oh, good. So, you can help me sometimes, too. I didn't know that you could help me, you know. Get my lace front together. You see, I'm I'm on rest day, but don't get it twisted, Britta. Now. Okay. All right. So, (laughs) Ms. Britta, uh, how are you holding up during the quarantine? I know you're in Maine, right? you know, yes, I'm in Maine. I'm in Maine. I'm I'm in Maine with my parents. Um, you know, New York is going through it right now, and I have such I have really really bad asthma. So mm. I thought it was I thought it was smart for me to get out of there and just I like agree. stay at my parents and eat all their food um, <laughs> instead of me having to buy it. So agreed. <laughs> I'm about I, to do the same, and my mom is like, "Oh my god, I have no room in my freezer for any more food." I'm like, "Oh God, what a dread." <laughs> Right. Whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, I know you just did the digital drag fest this week, earlier this week. How yeah, did that yeah, go? Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. You know, it's so it's so weird with the show being out and we're not able to perform and yep. to like show our light and our love to everyone. Mm. So it was, you know, performing is my favorite thing in the entire world and it gives me so much life and it's why I do drag. So have, being able to perform, even if it's for a screen, mm. um, it was it was great. And, you know, I think it's really important during this time because 
People are just stuck in their homes. Yep. I'm depressed. I'm sure other people are depressed. So I'm sure that I can I can raise them spirits, honey, and give them a goddamn show. You always That's do. Right. Yeah, let the light shine through, through through the phone, okay? That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, all right, Miss Thing, we had the Snatch Game this week, right? Yeah. It's always a tough one because everybody knows it's coming right. and everyone yeah. feels the pressure. So what were your thoughts watching it back? Um, uh, you know, it was, uh, it, <laughs> it's different because you're in I the mean, moment, right? And that was well, the first time in, you saw it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it goes by a lot faster than you actually think it's going to go by. They literally only ask four questions and then you're like, by the end of it, you're like, oh shit, it's done. done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then you're like, how did yeah. I do? Did I kill it? I, and, I don't even know. Well, and by the end of it, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I, you know, I wasn't, I, throughout the season and the competition, I've really just been in my head so much. Yeah. So it's, I, you know, and by the time I got to Snatch Game, I was just, I, I don't know, I was in a funk and I didn't do, and I had all these things written down on a flashcard in front of me and I didn't do them. And, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. It's high stakes, right. the pressure cooker when you're there. Mm -hmm. So um yeah but i i ended up in the bottom it's okay listen <laughs> right. it's gonna happen but um from past seasons who was your favorite snatch game like for me it was like bob the drag queen when he did the double duty like, oh yeah hello. yeah yeah i mean come through bob the drag queen like doing the uh, the original person to do the double duty yes um which i live for and then um i also i love bender la creme oh yeah 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 yes Yes, when Vendela did um, uh, with Ma Maggie Smith. I think so, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. I that... think it's one of the best. And also, I was obsessed. Gigi did such a great job. Yeah. I was, right? I was, we were just... Also, <laughs> while, while it was going on, I was like, I was laughing so much because I was like, the fuck is this bitch doing? I was like, oh, I got to concentrate. I got to concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. You got to focus. She's whole robot on. <laughs> It was I so know. crazy because you mentioned that you're in your head a lot. What is it like actually watching yourself back on TV? And how? How do you watch it? What are you doing? Who are you with? Where are you? I mean, you know, the first episode, I was lucky enough that we weren't in quarantine yet. So right. I was able to watch it um, with, a, with a, a large audience um, uh, and family in New York. Um, I don't know if you knew. I'm from New York. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Plug it, sis. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I say it too because I, I grew up in Pennsylvania and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm from New York. I don't know. We're like, we get it, sir. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, you. I, I feel you. <laughs> I know. I was like, bitch, I don't remember saying it that many times. But okay. Um, uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, it, you know, being in the show, it, it's 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 the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah. And, you know, I was so in my head. It was it was. It, you know we're fine now um but i'm definitely learning that like i shouldn't bring people down just because i'm feeling a certain way mm. um and you know and it's definitely a competition so when you're in a competition a lot of pressure like, I, I, I wanted it so bad that like i'm realizing now looking back at it that like that's not that's not who i am and um i'm hoping that people will come to my shows in the future and just see the, all the light and the love and uh, what i have to bring to drag oh, i love drag i love that that's really huge of there you, you, you know because i feel like some people you know you don't recognize that and you still stand behind what you said and you're like i said what i said bitches so yeah. it is what it is but yeah. let me ask you do you and the other queens chat at all while the episode is airing um, you know, we're actually in a group uh, thread oh, on Instagram. Oh, love that's it. like thirteen. So, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's listen, we, and we've we've had it ever since we stopped filming. Um, we've had this group chat alive, and we've been kikiing and like 
talking shit to each other. So, I mean, and, and honestly, we are the tightest. I think we're one of the tightest. I don't know about the other cast, but um, we are all friends and good friends. And we all support each other and we're all good at different things. And right. we really, we really um, support each other with whatever we're doing. So I love these girls so much. They're such incredible human beings. I'm so that. grateful to be part of this cast. Uh, and it is true because I always, I always peep it on like Instagram, how if there's different merchandise, like everyone's like, get my girl's thing or she's doing this show or like X, Y, Z. So there's definitely a lot of love that is happening. Now, of yes. course, as you said, there, there are some people coming for you online, right? And I can't imagine oh, okay. how tough that is being in quarantine. Because right. yeah. here's the thing that people have to understand that, like, yes, there's always going to be haters, et cetera. But, like, unfortunately, you're dealing with it during a quarantine. So, literally, yeah. you're in a home with people attacking you. And you're just like, I can't even perform. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's hard. So... I, I give you the most credit and everything on that because I can't imagine just like being at home. But there yeah. is a lot of love for you too. Right. Okay. Yes. So how are so you dealing love. with everything? I mean, I'm 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 fine. You know, I, I, I try to not to not let it get to me and I talk myself up and I talk to people that I'm close to. Um mm -hmm. people yeah. really email me. It's it's really a, a little out of hand. Um but I, I mean to those people I usually respond and just tell them like God bless you. Like wash your I, hands. I hope that you're saying yeah wash your I'm hands. Sorry, I'm <laughs> so sorry to hear that. Like I um, honestly I'm sorry to hear that because that's tough. You're at the end of the day you're still a person and you still have feelings. So despite whether what people like to see on the screen, you're still a human being. And so that sucks. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but there's also a lot of love and those people. And I try to concentrate on that and, yes. and not the, the other stuff. Um, exactly. As you it, should. It, it, it really, it really, it, that shit, it gets me down so much. And I, I, know. I just, in, in order for, I hope that people realize that like, you know, sometimes people are in, they do things that they regret. And right. so. We're um, all human. We do it. Lesson. We're all human. Exactly. People at home, like you don't know what it is until you walked in those shoes. So save those nasty comments. Exactly. Yeah. And again, everyone's home at home board. Yeah, so, and everyone yeah. does pressure differently. Yeah. So literally hug through the phone because I know that's that, right. I know right. You've been going and through it I and I feel bad. Uh, I'm but, trying to just spread love, spread all the love. And of like, course. Hey, then I'm going to love you even harder. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so as you mentioned, you were in the bottom with Aiden. And when yes. you hear the words, the time has come for you to lip sync for your life. Good luck and finish it. Don't fuck it up. Mm. What was going <laughs> through your head, Miss Thing? As that's going, you know, like the lights are going down, and you're just like, oh shit. You know, every time when you're in the bottom, it is the most, it takes like a week off your life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is the most stressful thing I've ever been, I've ever done, ever. It, it, I literally I just have so much anxiety built up. And I was yeah. like, fuck. Also, bitch, we're on that runway and we are corseted. I can't breathe. Mm -hmm. She right. got asthma. She got all the asthma. I was like, how am I going to turn this out yeah. with this little thing thing on? Um, but it's, it's, it's intense. You just got to give yourself a pep talk. Um, if you, I, I either have to like stretch out my neck. I've crossed saw my that. neck a few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, honey, I say, I say a prayer. I talk to my Lord. I'm like, girl. Help a bitch out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I can't imagine how hard it is because, like, for the runway look, you want to be, like, stellar. But then it's like, shit, if I end up in the bottom, like, how am I going to perform in this at the same time? So yeah. a yeah. lot of props to all of y'all. A lot of props. But, yeah, that lip sync. Woo! Girl. Hello. You had, like, a, a whole magic trick. Tricks. What was, Yeah, so you I, yeah. busted out. What was that? It was, like, a firework? Like 
Yeah, it was like a fireworks sparkler thingy in my hand. I kept it in my titty just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled it out as I walked back, and I was like, "Shablam, magic trick!" I was like, "Bitch, I need to, I need to keep myself up in this gig. I need to pull. Out. She's ain't doing no death drops, bitch. But she's yeah. gonna pull out some magic." I died because I was like, "What the fuck?" I had to do like a whole rewind. I was like, "What? What just happened over there?" Because right. yeah, but that was beautiful. Keep it. Yeah, in the I was like. <laughs> Elsa does the snow, I do the fire. Yeah. <laughs> and did you have a feeling that you were going to send Aiden home when when you were finished? You know, it, you never know when you're doing it. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm such like in the zone and just trying to, you can't focus on anyone else. You have to focus on like giving the best performance you can give. So like, yeah. I wasn't even, I wasn't even paying attention um, to what Aiden was doing. And by the end of it, I'm like, oh my God, did I do enough? Did I do enough? Yeah, exactly. I know because we were all just like sitting there. We're like, oh, shit. So during Untucked, that's typically a time to hash things out. And then you have guest judges coming in and you kind of have to like, you know, it, it's almost as if like your parent or a teacher comes in. Is that totally. could that be frustrating a little bit? Because you're just like, shit, I was about to go in and like express myself. But now, you know, Jonathan Bennett comes in and you're like, oh, hi. You know, I think it's always good when people come in to to break up the drama mm-hmm. um, then maybe, <laughs> what drama maybe maybe it gives people like myself to think about the words that are going to come out of my mouth and to rethink the issues i i get i'm noted i noticed that while watching that i tend to get heated and i don't think about things before i say them yes so um we want to play a game with you that we came up oh, with wow. it's called ruhu ru what all right so and we are going to quiz you on the who what where and why from the season's episode so it is your season uh so are you ready for it yes okay question number one this this queen was the first person to walk into the workroom who was it um, this season, it was me. Boom! Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you got it, you got it. Next question. During Untucked, Leslie Jones wasn't feeling something Widow was wearing. Rue, what was it? Oh, girl, it was that yellow banana boat shoe, honey. Boom. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, good job. She yes. didn't find nothing. She's like, these are the ugliest shoes I've ever seen. Right, girl, but listen, right. I love it. As a big girl, I love me a little kitten heel, sis, because I'm a rhinoceros trying to be a giraffe up in the gig. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you got to move swiftly, so of course you got to have a kitten heel, okay? Yes, honey. And bitch, you see you see what Widow does. That girl can yeah. bust the moves, But sis. even the heels that you wear, though, I'm always very, I'm like, damn, it's like a platform stiletto situation yeah, girl I'm, I'm praying praying to god that i don't fall <laughs> all right oh sorry all right next question miss vangie did a pop-in visit to give y'all advice on the snatch game and when vangie tried to shoot her shot with jackie cox she got turned down rue why um because jackie is taken she is happily married ding 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 mm. she's down to make friends though she's like ba bam <laughs> that's it Legit, last right? question for you t Rue, where is Aiden Zane from? Atlanta, Georgia. Hello. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, that was it. Good job. That was our game. Yes. Rue, Rue, what? Yes, Rue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got going on in life? Um, you know, just stay in quarantine. I'm just waiting for the world to be get to, to get better. Honestly, um, I'm trying to go live whenever I can to give people entertainment out there because I feel like as drag queens, what we do is uplift people's spirits. So right. I feel like it's our duty 
to do that right now, mm-hmm. um, even if it is in quarantine. But you know, she's just she's she has all the time in the world to create new numbers and to do new material. That. So at, when she gets out of the gig, she's gonna have she's gonna have a lot of a lot of new shit material. for the world. So I'm very excited. That's yes. like the material. Yes, honey. mama. <laughs> yes. so, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for chatting with us. And then we see you next week's episode. There's the Madonna Unauthorized Challenge and guest judges Winnie Harlow and Alexandria Orcasio Cortez. Yes. Should be really, really exciting. So thank you so, so much. Good luck and stay safe, Miss Thang. I hope to see you soon. Yes. yes. Thank you so much for having me. No, no, no. Thank, thank you, you. Brenna. <laughs> That's it. You take work. care of your fine self. Right. Yeah, well, bitch, you Brenna works it. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Keep spreading that love. Love. Bye. Oh, that was such a great time chatting with I know, Britta. I know. So good. And I didn't know you had a personal connection. Yeah, I've known her you for don't, a couple years. You're supposed to tell me everything now that we're podcast booze. Listen, I like to keep people on the edge of their seats because actually know. Britta had no idea that I actually did the podcast. That, so, you a sneaky was, one. You a surprise sneaky one. on a surprise, right? So, like June. That brings us to the end of our 50th podcast. 50th. Oh my gosh, I can't believe the big five. Oh, 50 episodes. 50 years old. <laughs> can't understand. So what is our 50th episode dedicated to? It better be oh a good one. Oh my goodness, I'm going to just tell you that this, these shows that we talked about this episode were jam-packed. There were so so a many, lot of so moments. I'm not going to um, lie. I, I'm going to tell you because I'm a sucker for what happened in this particular scene. So, ladies and gentlemen, drum roll on this one, please. Thank you. This episode is dedicated to Mama D's bobblehead when that hat was shaking, when she was coming at C- Emmanuel, I literally had to like take that back because... I died because it's like, miss, you've already gone through extremes. <laughs> How can we take you seriously with that hat bobbling on top of your head? It was too much and I love for it and I live for it. And I also wanted to make a little light of that situation because I'm like, Mama D, you went real far. So yeah. yes, okay, this good. Is good dedication to Mama D's bobblehead and that hat. Always giving us moments at Mama D. The royal funeral. (laughs) All right, so that is a wrap on episode 550 of VH100. This Tuesday at 8 p.m., we have the season 14 finale of Wild and Out, but rest assured, season 15 is coming in real hot. Don't worry. You already know. (laughs) And then please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word and spread love, like Britta said. That's right. And of course, make sure to be. And of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for VH1, Love and Hip Hop, Black Ink Crew, and RuPaul's Drag Race. And y'all already know to put that at in front of all that. But bam, and you should know that I am at Easy Manoli. That's Easy M A N O L I. That is correct. And I'm I A M L A June, like the month that's i am lejeune holla <laughs> so don't get it twisted and make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100 vh100 is brought to you by vh1 and revolver podcasts hey america christopher hahn here the aggressive progressive podcast what is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country. It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.